0: Welcome to season three of the Stone Church Podcast. This is a weekly podcast where we dig into what's going on here at the Stone Church in Manchester, Iowa and helping you to know and grow in the love of Christ. Enjoy.
1: We're live. Hey, Hey everyone. Hey. Welcome to the
2: Stone
0: Church Podcast. Yes. Sweet. You're
2: live. And you know, Josh Hempstead right now is fired up.
0: Oh, because,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. He, his he,
0: phone just went off, and he's logged on. Yeah,
2: and his, as his wife has put it, he lives for the podcast.
0: Nothing's better. <laughs> Best thing about your week right here. But hey, everyone. This is the Stone Church Podcast. It's our weekly podcast. Where we kind of recap what's going on here at the Stone and um, the message from last week. So this is actually episode 52, or um, we have some debate. Sometimes we also call it season 3, episode 12. But here we are. So, my name here is Jessica Payne. You are me.
2: yelling. You are literally <laughs> just so fired up. Anytime we bring a special guest, <laughs> she gets like super fired up.
1: Really she was question. talking in such a normal, average, run of the mill voice. Hey, everybody! That's <laughs> blowing so my ears you're out. You're going to scare people. <laughs> I'm sorry. You scared me. I'm excited to. So. All right. Lola well, <laughs> Speed
0: is our executive and worship pastor <laughs> Scotty
1: sanders
0: that's me i think yes and our lead pastor joe camp yes and a special guest we have mark moyer with youth for christ so
3: mark welcome. yeah thank mark. thanks for having
0: me absolutely so do you want to just kind of start um share a little bit about what you do what youth for christ is all about
3: yeah yeah again thanks for having me um joe surprised me with this <laughs> uh for the text as i was driving up here from cedar rapids so, yes. so hey
2: you're on the podcast and send me some notes <laughs>
3: that's funny uh, so uh i'm i live in cedar rapids i'm the executive director at the heartland East for christ chapter and about six months ago we partnered with the backbone chapter here in manchester and uh, looking for we're looking toward merging into becoming one chapter and uh i met joe um at a coffee shop realized he was really passionate about uh, lost kids, and that's what YFC does. We pursue and engage 11 to 19-year-old young people on their turf and present them with the gospel. Awesome. So,
0: how long have you been doing it? Been
3: doing this in next October, we 10 years.
0: Oh wow, mm-hmm. very cool.
3: Yeah.
0: So <laughs> how many how many kids do you reach right now? Do you have an idea?
3: Yeah, last year in the, in, yeah. uh, in Lynn County area, we had about 918 kids come through our programming. Wow. And 52 kids came to Christ, and we connected 35 of those kids with the local church.
0: It's awesome. So cool. Well, thank you so much for being here and and for the work that you do. Well, thank you. Yeah, it is Absolutely. really great. My my oldest is in high school, and so having the conversations with her in regards to her friends, um and just knowing that Youth for Christ model has actually been really helpful me for me to even have a conversations with her and how to talk to her friends. So awesome. it's work that's very worthy for sure. Thank you. Yeah. So we're going to go on to our regular segments and jump in um, whenever you would like. Yeah. So our first one is our current culture connection.
2: <laughs> there it is. So man, we're on fire now. We have
0: sound effects. By Scotty. Um, <laughs> so this is just a survey that I found. Just thought I would throw it out there and get your thoughts on it. So it was a survey that was done in regards to evangelism. So in 1993, the survey was first done, and they found then that 89% of Christians who share their faith agreed that it is a responsibility of every Christian to do so. So they did it um, just recently, and they found that only 64% still feel that it's every Christian's responsibility to share the gospel. So a 25% drop in that. Um, so Thoughts on that? Thoughts on
2: on why? What our you know, role in that is? Anything? I Man, I immediately when I read that, it was one I was stunned. I'm like, oh my gosh. But I'm not surprised too because if you look at the ebb and flow of the overall church in general throughout the years um, I have to go to that whole um, there was a movement um, where we wanted to be so seeker friendly mm-hmm. that we abandoned anything that resembled the idea of church um, and that that got so just like any great effort it, it starts out with a great idea and I thought that was a great idea but then man when we get involved we take it like 10 steps further yeah. and then we remove actual things mm-hmm. that are like true discipleship which is well, that's why I love YFC's model. YFC's model is to not get these students just to know Christ. The model is to get them plugged into a local church. Like That's huge. Mm -hmm. Um, But in return, the responsibility falls onto the local church to be the church, to be willing to not just go wider and cast a net wider, but also to take our people deeper. And I think through that movement, I think a lot of that, the idea and the word evangelism, the word evangelism has actually almost kind of disappeared. So Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. When I look at just trends through the church, that's kind of that's what when you when I read that phrase that those those statistics, that's exactly where my heart goes. Is like, what happened?
0: Right.
2: We went maybe just a little too far mm-hmm. Would be yeah, my yeah. thought on what you guys think. But I mean, what, what, read those statistics again.
0: Yeah. So um, in 93, 89 percent of Christians agree that it's responsibility of every Christian to share the gospel. And today it's 64 percent. Mm-hmm.
2: It's almost like it's shifted back onto the pastor's role
0: versus yeah.
2: like, you know, um, designed to Lead, um, the book Design to Lead is an incredible resource where it talks about here's what people see as the pastor's role, like pastor, people, minister, where it should be actual like pastor, um, people, develop, people, minister. <laughs> so yeah, like, sure. yeah, so I think it's gotten twisted through that. But, well,
1: I think it, I think there are a lot of, a lot of factors, um, one being, um, and, and I'm not an expert, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to keep it as, as not detailed as possible, because I don't want to look like a fool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Too late. There's a, <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. there's a movement where people just don't talk to people face-to-face. Yeah. Anymore. Like, social media. There's this whole like oh, that's true. social anxiety thing that, yeah. that people just don't engage with people, and and there are a thousand different ways that you know people can can have a conversation with somebody, but as we've proved, um, the face-to-face interaction, man, is just is just on yeah, another level. Yeah. yeah. And that's just not happening anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I feel like that's that's a big
3: factor. Yeah, absolutely. Why that percentage went down? Let's well, say ye, brother. Yeah. So my mind just went to like we talk about responsibility, but Jesus actually commanded us to do it. It's- there's right. like not an option in sharing the greatest hope right mm-hmm. and Jesus said it's better to give than receive and what better gift can you give to somebody mm-hmm. than the hope of the gospel yeah, yeah right and, yeah. and I think we're in a society that's a very consumeristic society mm-hmm. and so we we have this expectation of receiving but mm-hmm. Jesus said it's better actually to give mm-hmm. and so sometimes I think it's just being reminded that Jesus, didn't say it's an option
2: They mm-hmm. commanded us to do it and, yeah. and that is a blessing right yeah right yeah i think i think too though i don't know that it's we're ever going to stop i think that trend continues to go down mm-hmm. until the church decides to kind of it, it actually probably will because you have more churches that are that are consumeristic rather than 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 are igniting mm-hmm. um, and so i think that statistic will go down but i'm i, I agree i wonder how much like things like um uh, Amazon Prime, um, which I know we don't have out here in Iowa, or at least in certain parts of Iowa, which is here, which is, I can get on my phone and order a pack of light bulbs and they'd be in my house within an hour. Uh, it's it's so just me-driven, um, you know, all of these advances that continue to go, it's just going to continue to be a struggle, I think. So,
0: And I, you know, I wonder if it's just even indicative of our level of faith. You know, <laughs> you know, speaking of the Mexican restaurant, I feel like if we were to say, hey, you guys, there's free tacos today for anyone that goes there. It's gonna go like wildfire, you know. People yeah. are like, "That is great news! Let's tell everyone! Let's post really it. Yeah. it! Let's tell my friends!" Yeah. Yeah. they don't really. We yeah, have they're not funny today. Um, <laughs> <So> they're good. sure <laughs> people know that. But I, I, just wonder if that's even a level of our faith where if we truly, you know, felt that it was the good news that then we would be yelling it from the rooftops. So right. Like What is yeah. it holding us back? And I think that just an indicative of our of our culture and our faith level too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Very true. I like all the different perspectives. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the gospel's got to be good news to you before it can be good news to someone else. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. true, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. And then the product like we get some um, I think I shared a little bit this past weekend about that too, is is um, we're okay being okay. We've got what we right. need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But Christ was never that way. Like, mm-hmm. it was never enough, you know? So, Yeah
0: great segue so our next segment i didn't do that intentionally i know but but it's really (laughs) good i'm like oh perfect we're going there um so our next segment we call the breakdown and it's just kind of talking about some different (laughs) things sorry from um from the message so my first one is focus on the fact that our society is very me focused and oftentimes focuses only on our own strikes and what we bring to the table so in james 124 um talks about looking in the mirror and then forgetting what we see the moment that we walk away. So we look in the mirror, but um, we do forget that. So how does materialism and our desire to be happy impact the way that we are transformed by and through Christ?
1: I think it becomes a distraction. It just gets in the way of our walk and our relationship. Mm -hmm.
2: I think it creates that, and we talked about it on Sunday, it creates that temporary effect. Like, I need to feel better now. So... I'll do this now, right. yes. and that's us trying to make whether it be behavior changes, whether it be things within ourselves that we're we're trying to, to get better at, in comparison to when Christ actually does the work in our heart, like that's a lasting. effect yeah, It's a yeah. and so the materialistic piece of this has just created that just that temporary satisfaction, that temporary need, and it's like, yeah, you can't do that, you know, um, and and. And I love that. That's I love that passage from James, because that mirror, um, if that mirror concept, what you see in there, um, you want to go and better that. The difference really comes down to how we're how we're bettering what we see in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And if we're doing the work or we're allowing this materialistic things to help us do the work, then all of a sudden, we land in that casual that consumer we land in that world um and and that's where churches become comfortable that's where um you know um even individuals in the churches don't you know they say well we are the church no be the church you got to be living and active not comfortable and cushy, you know Mm -hmm. and so like that's a big big thing for me i i felt like through the message that kind of emerged as they were you know, the the folks in Nehemiah were were heading back to be reinvigorated and revived by God's word. And, um, and there's a difference in the way that we approach that. Um, and I think a lot of times we approach it as, I just want to go get and make a better version of me rather than just allowing God to, uh, to pierce my heart. You know, I shared, um, Conviction and repentance and forgiveness—those you know, are words that have gotten lost mm-hmm. in the shuffle. You know, like Mark, you just said. You know, the good news can't be that you can't go and share the good news; it ain't good to you yet. You right. know, well, if you don't have true conviction setting in and realize that, and then have that truly forgiven, it's—it just becomes a temporary fix. So mm-hmm. and that's where materialism, man, it really—it can really jack some things up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So it really can.
0: So I'll, I'll just share on this. Um, we had a discussion in our house last night because I talk out loud and I type, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I do. My family loves it, and, we, so and none of
2: us in here are surprised by that. <laughs> <laughs> Not a soul.
0: But really, talk about this materialism piece and that you know how that impacts our walk and. Um, it was funny because Paul and I were kind of pointing out different things in each other that, that we sometimes will like tend to lean on towards materialism and digging in those. And you know, we would have excuses right away. He's like, well, that's, that's a hobby. And I can go and do that with guys and have fellowship in that. And I'm like, mm, that's an excuse. You know? <laughs> and so, um, you know, I think it, it is hard in talk yeah. about conviction, like truly looking at yourself in the mirror and looking at yourself through the lens of Christ and how are you really living? Because um, we really walked away with, like, yeah, we can talk all day about, oh, this is wrong with our society and what we're doing wrong. But I'm like, but unless we are the ones that are leading the change, nothing's yeah. really going to happen. Yeah. So it, it hurts and it's hard to do.
2: But and I think almost strategically, if you know, this is sometimes our mindset, whether it be just just us in, hum- in you know as humans in general. Um, Christians, uh, at some point, we can tie almost everything we do back to how that helps the gospel, Mm -hmm. to justify it for ourselves. Like, it's just gotten so easy. It's like, oh, yeah, so I got this because this is going to help me drive here. Like, you know, (laughs) you really need the $90,000 car, you know, like, so I think we can always, you know, there's just always a way to justify it. And I think materialism has created that justification avenue. So. Yeah. uh Real quick, Ty Mail commented, "Hey, I recognize the guy on the far left. Hey, Mark." Hey, hey how's it going, Ty? Wow, you're already
0: famous. Like, yeah, you just like uh, you got geez. fans and everything, man. Like,
2: yeah, I'm you coming church. Oh, so cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome.
0: Very awesome. cool. Yeah. Well, hey, if you want to be a you know guest on our podcast, come on so. up. <laughs> <you> know, we'll,
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll shoot you the ad. Come on up. Come on so. down. Incredible <laughs> sax player, oh, by the way. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, really? I would kill to have a sax on the worship team. That'd be amazing.
0: Really? Oh
2: my gosh! It'd be so cool. Are you listening, time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a special or something? Oh man, that'd be that's crazy. one of the reasons I always like Dave Matthews Band. Um, just the way that they, they 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 jam out. They have some amazing like saxophone players, and they're they really good. So. They just like horns. Oh yeah. We'll talk. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like we've had that talk. We have, but and nothing
0: ever happens. No. See, at least okay. they like, have intention. and.
2: Just be mindful there's a difference between a saxophone player and a recorder. <laughs> Just on that out there. <laughs> ah. Dang. That hurt. All right. You're so uh, broken. No. <laughs> broken. Bring my recorder from second grade.
0: all right last question for the breakdown Uh so we can't just written here we must go and do so what does that look like that makes us unordinary which is the title of our series so not just um people who are saying and doing the nice christian thing but truly serving god what does that actually look like
2: oh man um i can think of like
1: 50, fifty. Yeah, that's that's like, such a vague you know, question 50. to ask. Well, so, okay,
0: I'll back it up with some context. So there's so much out there, even on um, you know, great social media sites that are trying to spread positivity and things like mm-hmm. that. These are things that, you know, anyone can do nice things. You know, I, I even sometimes I go back to our, our acts of random kindness and I challenge mm-hmm. my team all the time. Like anyone can buy someone coffee. Yeah. What are we doing that's different, that's pointing them to Christ? Yeah. And so uh, living our lives that way as christians and you know like um romans tells us to to really be an ordinary and to to be transformed what does that look like how do we set ourselves apart as as different in those things in our world today
2: well i i I think just in regards to the message you know what we talked about this weekend you know the intentionality that i approach god's word with it makes a difference you know i made the phrase and it just kind of came to me when i was writing which was was you know the intention in which I approach God's word in my heart, um, it changes who ends up doing the work. And and I think ultimately that's what will end up making us an, an ordinary group of people. We do. We have ordinary Christians, mm-hmm. comfortable Christians. We have people that are just casual in their faith. But I, I echo again what Mark said. When, when you allow God to do the real work that needs done in your heart and life, you can't help but to get out and be unordinary mm-hmm. and and really start reaching people um and sure it might start with that cup of coffee but is your intentionality the cup of coffee or is it the is the idea of i'm going to build this relationship because this person needs to come to know christ um i think that to me is is one of the biggest things um i love our church i, I love uh, the stone church i love all the churches uh, you know but it's it's this idea of being unordinary um it's it, it stems from an, uh, becoming an unordinary Christian stems from just being ordinary, which is feed me. Uh, I'm, I'm here to, to get my, my Sunday uh, fix, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then I'm good to go for the week. And that's all I do with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, and if we're ever going to be unordinary, we got to stop just reading and hearing. We, right. we really got to go and do um, mm-hmm. because that's what, what you said earlier, like. Jesus didn't give us an option in this. It wasn't like, hey, once you know me, once you like you have if you feel like it, you know, if it's convenient for you, right, right. If, if, if if you're not doing anything else today, why don't you go ahead and spread the gospel? Uh, that's not what that scripture said. And that's, I think, the art of of becoming unordinary really is to to and how it's applicable applicable to our church. Um, I'm really excited for this weekend because we're in Malachi. Uh, I'll just give you a, a quick tidbit. They're doing some good things. They're making their offerings. They're doing their version of worship, but it turned into religion. And man, oh man, I think that is this this piece about being able to just fall into the religious routine it's very scary mm-hmm. so i'm really excited for this weekend too not to give too much but i started studying yesterday and i'm just like holy cow and it's convicting it convicts mm-hmm. my heart dude like i mean i i like it's almost that phrase that we talk about um like if if we haven't changed in the last year what are we doing because mm-hmm. it, the world is constantly changing we got to right. stay up with it type yeah. of thing and it convicted my heart a little bit. So and I and I mean I just spent a quick hour in it yesterday. So I don't know how you feel about that, but that's to me is a big big part of the difference. So <laughs> sorry, dude. I get on one of those tangents. I'm really passionate about like getting out there. And I know you are too. Like that's a big thing for you. So yeah, yeah. So uh, you guys have anything to that- add? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> that was solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you see this. I do. You have to.
3: I do. I see, it, I see it from a different perspective yeah. um, of just saying this. As your church, it's got to feel good to have a man like that at the helm. Yeah. That's impassionate in love with the Word of God. Yeah. That is a blessing in itself, That's right? Um, not everybody that stands, unfortunately, in the pulpit, is desperately in love with doing God's Word yeah. and yeah. willing to die in that sword. Mm-hmm. And so that in itself is a blessing. Um, I guess what came to my mind is when you were asking that question is, James says not to just be a hearer but a doer mm-hmm. and here's the catch in that is like if you watch Jesus's words he talks about narrow roads, crosses, mm-hmm. the yeah. things that he talks about are hard oh,
2: man. and yeah. he's very
3: intrusive and very demanding
2: mm-hmm.
3: but the cool thing is the one time he uses the word easy is when he talks about a yoke mm-hmm. for the soul. Right. Yeah. And that that can be easy when we abide with him. The, the soul doesn't feel right. The, the what he calls us to might be difficult. But when we're with him, then we can say, well, Paul did. right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. can do all things through Christ. Because yeah. Paul understood what it meant to yoke to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Oh. Because the soul. That's always the easy. It's
0: mm-hmm. when yeah. you're with
3: him, he makes it possible. Yeah. So that's
0: good, great.
2: dude. Because we're so good at oh, yoking. freaking <laughs> preacher. Right yeah, right. yeah <laughs> hey, really, I'm telling you, man. Dude, dude's good. Because uh, we do. We we want to, I think we have a tendency to want to yoke to that better version of ourselves. Uh, yeah. No. You know, yeah. I, when, I mean, there's a difference, man. Yep. So that's really good, dude. Course, yeah, Yo, yeah. I'm going to put that in my song. <laughs> <laughs> You have to you have to reference Mark though
3: when you when you. I will. I'll do that. You I can do that. Yeah, I can throw in the shout out. I just pulled that out of the Bible, so you need to reference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, so yeah, that's true. It's it's easy, yeah. All
2: right. Maybe it might not be good that I'm I'm referencing often. Of Joe, I did that this, this weekend again. So, I don't know, dude. So it's like, so I, I have these this thing where I'm like, all right, so I'm gonna share with you from my life. So I call it the Book of Joe like chapter one, where I've jacked up and I'm learning. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, no, I'm gonna steal that. The, first, yeah. the book of Mark, but literally. Uh, this this
3: Mark?
1: Yeah, 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 It's a little trickier. Uh, Mark? The first time Rachel and I heard that, we were like, "Is that blasphemous?" Uh, no, it's, are you I, saying you
2: have a book in the Bible? No, 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 no. I don't mean it that way. It means that. It means that, dude, like I've I've been put through the ringer on some things. You know, I talked this past weekend about uh, my arrogance. You've probably picked up on that. We've never really talked about it, but I have that tendency to come across that way. And man, God's had to do a work in my life um, to, to bring about know, um, even what I would say is a mild version. Um, I shared from a story where my wife just <laughs> made a comment that was, I will never work for you. I would never work for you in my life, you know, because <laughs> I, I have that tendency to to come off that way. So I referenced that book only to show, mm-hmm. like, my issues, yeah, yeah. really. So, but, not yeah, it's, no, it's big it it funny. It's, yeah, it yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And but, so we have those yeah. things
0: to share them. And-
2: yeah. Yeah. Now we get to the fun questions of our, we do. And you have so. to answer all of them. Okay. Like, there's no and there's no would you rathers, so they won't take like Come on, four hours. Is there is there is there would
1: you rather no.
0: No. I the book is I in my car, I can grab it if no, you want know. We it can
1: just slip through. Yes, we can.
0: <laughs> uh, I like the
1: would you rathers because I get to ask questions. Jim okay. does not. <laughs> That's when you ask too many questions.
0: Sure Your birthday's in what? June. June. Mm-hmm. Okay. I gotta wait. All right. Yep. So First question, and just to just to preface you too, the reason we do these, um, really we we started the podcast was when Joe first came to the Stone and wanted people to understand that so these guys are real people, um, and not to just see them as you know people yeah. up on the stage and putting in a pedestal, but they're yeah they're like us. So
1: they're cool. like
0: us. <laughs> like us. Yeah. good or bad. But all right. So <laughs> first question. Do do what does your breakfast usually consist of?
1: I don't eat breakfast.
0: So when, so when, nothing. well, you, you're doing this thing, right?
3: Yeah, but even before, like, how about you? Okay. I try to eat bacon and eggs every day. Do you? Oh, oh, that's great. awesome, dude. What kind of eggs? Um, over easy are my favorite.
0: Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Of yep.
3: Yeah.
1: Now they have something bread. to put the bread yeah? to wrap yeah? it up in. Oh,
2: man. Wow. <laughs> uh,
1: so,
2: All right. So I don't eat breakfast very often, but when I do. I love the chocolate frosted donut, donuts, um, because if you do this right, and this is me sharing my life, okay, you strategically grab the donut with your glass of milk, and you bite just a chunk out. Yes, dude, I do this. Hang on, I do this, and you take that donut and you baptize that Joker right in that. Leave it under, and you leave it under, let the (laughs) bubbles stop. When the bubbles stop, it means the rest of the milk has saturated the yes. internal part of the donut. I Meaning the work has been done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and then when you bite into that thing, it's like yes, I don't know man. because because no because the the chocolate coating it's has, so kept, it has it holds it. it, it holds the
1: it, has kept the the, Ch- the milk inside. So mm-hmm. when you bite, it, it's like it's like a burst of milk and donut. Oh, it's so good.
0: Yeah. I feel you, man. I, I
1: feel you. I, oh, those, those are Pepperidge Farm Jesus.
2: donuts sorry, yeah. that you're talking about. It, it, any, uh, any of the, the, the donuts, Pepperidge Farm, things Hostess. is those. Yeah. yeah, those ones ones edinets, edinets, If you get a box of the bigger Edmonds, you just need a bigger glass, most yeah. yeah. a bowl. I you mean, know, <laughs> you know, hold it down in there. I'm not. I'm not, not saying this is why we go through like two gallons of milk in a day, but it may help. You know, I may be the cause. So, so fun. Fun fact.
1: I guess I guess I knew this, but I just put it together. I was talking about it. I don't know why I referenced the computer like. <laughs> like breakfast, right right there. Um, breakfast is like technically like the first meal that you eat the day, so it's not necessarily the the morning meal. So like, okay, it's you're, your fast. you're breaking your fast. Yes, yes. So so I break my fast for lunch. Okay. So breakfast then becomes lunch for me. And I will usually just eat like leftovers. Dude, see, this is this
2: is this is you just did something with a normal question. I expect that on the Would You Rather, <laughs> not this. i saying on the Would You I Rather, be like, Would You Rather, well, do I? I don't. Do think I get a bear claw? While? Yeah, do like get, there has to be a, like, a situation like a, in
1: which I would, something. which makes sense. Yeah. The point is that I don't eat traditional breakfast.
2: I love breakfast food, but I don't mm-hmm.
1: eat breakfast in the traditional time that breakfast
2: yeah. is supposed. To happen. But I will say this. You'd be baptizing them frosted donuts all day long. Yeah. And I'm, really okay yes. Yes. So, uh, and I'm
0: yeah. drinking my protein drink. If yeah. If, yeah. Uh,
2: if if I could
1: do that every day, I, I would. Oh but me I too. I would be oh, 600 man. pounds. Yeah. That's <laughs> That's happy. Definitely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question number two. What was the best concert you ever went to?
2: Oh man. I've got a couple, but I mean, it's hard to really choose.
1: The best concert.
2: What well, do you got? It. So I'll give you a before Christ concert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Christ there you concert.
1: yeah, there you go.
3: Um, there you go. The before that I've to. Was a Monte Crue concert. Oh, oh. Yeah. And uh, the best concert I went to after Christ was a David Crowder concert. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, David Crowder is my favorite
2: artist. Yeah. So, I will go uh, before Christ. Um, Ozzy Osbourne put on an amazing wow. concert, dude. Um, um, he had Metallica in them there with him. It was like a big thing. I'm um, no kidding. I do love Dave Matthews. Um, I've been to his, so a couple of his concerts. After Christ, uh, definitely David Crowder. Um, I, I got to go with David Crowder. He puts on like, just such an awesome and authentic show. Like it's just so cool.
1: So, <laughs> so I guess I'll give him before and after. But like, <laughs> I there's there's not there's okay. So I guess there's not really been like an actual before like my, most of my life. Mm-hmm. So like that's fine. It
0: okay.
1: School. Um, Breaking Benjamin.
0: Yeah, you know, I have them. seen them. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: you have seen them mm-hmm. in concert? Yeah. Oh man, like
0: see it rapids a couple times back Really, mm-hmm.
1: they were I mean they were passing on the bottle but it was it was <laughs> fun I, I didn't partake they the <laughs> band was partaking <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was a blast I went to I had to drive to Florida the next day and it was like I got home at like 4 a.m and we left at like 9 a.m so really? it, was, it was that part was real but the concert was a crap ton of fun. <laughs>
3: awesome.
1: <laughs> um, I guess I guess my favorite, uh, um, um, I don't know, Christian concert. everyone want to say that? Uh, Winter Jam by the first ever Winter uh, Jam that I went to. It was like, um, I think it was the first year that Skillet did Winter Jam, and then Red was there. You guys know Red? Red's awesome. Oh my gosh! Like it was, it was legit, like hardcore. When when Winter Jam was hardcore. Now they, you know, they've Got, got got a little soft with, with the with the jammy part of it, but <laughs> yeah. it was jam- I mean, they were pyrotechnics and, and I mean you you can feel the nosebleeds just
2: oh, it was it's winter ballad now, right? <laughs> 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 Love it, yes. Uh, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I will say Bethel puts on an amazing concert too. They are they just Yeah. Yeah, and and it, and their concert's unique because they're not there doing a concert, they're just there worshiping. Right. But, and if you want to go with them, like go ahead. And if not, they are just there. Like, they just do their thing. And so mm-hmm. Bethel did. They're amazing. Uh, Rachel commented and said, that Florida sort of trip is where you met me.
0: Oh. Best trip ever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it changed my life, so I guess it
0: was. That's right. <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, the last question is one that we typically have every single week.
2: Oh, wait a minute. Um, that was only the Oh, no, two. it was. That was too. Yeah, it oh, was Okay
0: um so the message last week kind of prompted me to change it up a little bit oh
1: yeah likey
0: so the question normally is what is one thing you're doing today to be a better version of yourself so we changed it to what is one thing you're doing today to make yourself more christ-like
2: now that just hurts like that's (laughs) just a whole nother like it just you know hurts like in a good way, like, Mm -hmm. you know. um, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I, I'll tell you that, I mean, I would say um, I'm I'm, I'm continuing to work through Francis Chan's book, uh, Forgotten Forgotten God, God. and um, just kind of reinstalling, re-downloading some things. In regards to the to the work of the Holy Spirit, um, not just in, in my life, but in the life of the church as well. And and I think any time that you're really kind of diving into those those type of uh, that type of a book, like it really challenges me to to really look at my life and go, okay. Um, he made that phrase, and I shared it with the worship team. This guy I shared it this weekend. You know, I, I don't want to have lived my life to the point to where it can be explainable without the Holy Spirit. I couldn't remember yeah. the phrase and, I wanted and, to and say. Yeah. It. I couldn't remember. Uh, and when you think about that phrase, man, like it's it's like, okay, what have I been doing in my own strength? What mm-hmm. have I been and so I think in that, you know, so many times Christ referenced the Father as he walked. Um and, and I don't know that um, as 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 leaders in the church that we often probably access or or go to or um work the Holy Spirit, like we probably should in regards to some of the things that we're doing. And I actually recorded a quick video for our staff and leaders like in your ministry, you know, you're making the conscious choice to allow the Holy Spirit to exist and move in your ministry. Or are you trying to do this thing kind of in your own strength? And yeah. so um, I would say that's one thing that that I, I started early this morning with just continuing that Um I think that's also where it brings in that humility factor, too, because mm-hmm. when you're doing that and you're making that conscious choice, you're really saying, this isn't about it's not me. me. This yeah. is about him. You know? So there you go. That would be my answer.
1: Um, I'm going to go very practical. Um, there are a bunch of, of people in my house right now doing some work, and I am trusting that. <laughs> they do the work, and they leave the house, and then they're good to go. <laughs> so I am building my trust in people good
3: job right now there you go there you go, there you go. There you go. christ-like uh, well you man yeah so my my mind immediately went to i've been um i mentioned the yoke earlier right mm-hmm. and so when i think about that in the new living translation matthew 11 where jesus talks about you know us being heavy and burdened he uses these four words he says let me teach you
2: Mm-hmm. And I've been
3: asking him, you know, I, when, when I think about that, he's the know it, only know-it-all we know, right? And mm-hmm. I really yeah. got it, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I've just been, for me, every day, I've been asking him to teach me what full rest in him looks like. Mm-hmm. Because I feel mm-hmm. like if I, my sole experience is that I love people the way that he wants me to love them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So honestly, for the last month, I've been saying to him every day, teach me what you mean when you say that my soul will be at rest within me what's that mm-hmm. really look like
0: yeah yeah
3: sounds that's good has he uh has he, has he told you yeah <laughs> yeah you know uh it's interesting someone else asked me you know someone else asked me that question and um this this is what i'd say i, I feel like the next thing that comes to my mind is um listen better mm-hmm. and i feel like that's where he's been leaning into me yeah is yeah. closing my mouth and listening more mm-hmm. and um because and, you know, the scripture says, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm-hmm. Every person will tell you what's going on inside of them if you listen. Sure. Because of the, because the heart just wants to spill it out,
2: you know. Mm-hmm.
3: And so for me right now, when, when I've been asking them about that, it's listen. Listen to him and listen
2: to others. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know, you, I know you lead several people God's positioned you in that way. And I, I know actually all of us in this room do. Um. Is it me or is it just really stinking hard sometimes oh, yeah. to listen well, yeah. like as a leader? It yeah. is hard. Um, and then even in the listening, like navigating through feedback that is is coming to you in love or coming to you in <laughs> criticism, is another yeah. thing. I mean, it's just there's so many layers involved. So that's awesome, dude. it really is. That's that's, that's so cool. Yeah.
0: Awesome. I like the change of that question. Like mm-hmm. that, like what that. about you,
3: Jessica? What, made you, what, made you think more?
0: what about me? Um, you know, I i have been doing a lot of, well, I do a lot of reading anyways, but I feel like um, everything is kind of connecting right now. I'm kind of in like that, that space where, um, like even actually there's something I was, I was reading this morning was exactly like verbatim part of the scripture from the message you know just like looking at at how all those things are kind of shaping me so um you know i I think that i think faith is really interesting and that it's really it can be really hard to explain to people because it can be so strong within you and um and trying to kind of decipher like what god is calling you to and, and all of that so i've really just been leaning in and um Trying to be more quiet as well, and I think being more diligent in my my time with him, and making sure that it's not about me filling myself up, but truly looking at um, how it's used for his glory. So, yeah, it's been honestly, it's been a really interesting week for me, and all of that. Um,
2: it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> yes. I literally had the same thought. Yeah. Dang, yeah. a rough Monday. <laughs>
0: <Sounds like it. laughs> yeah, so I, I feel like I feel like my, my prayer has really shifted, um, and that's exciting and it's scary, but it it also is very peaceful with me too. So um, I think just kind of digging into that a little bit more. So yeah, it's good. Cool. Nice. nice. All right. So with that, that wraps you did, up you did our it, weekly podcast.
3: Yeah. So thank you again so much yeah. for, for jumping in and joining us. Yeah. Are we still on? Yeah. Can I do a plug real quick? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. we got a comedy cafe. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you guys, we have this event that we do to help fund the ministry.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, why I'm excited about that is because uh, imagine what it would look like for a church in YFC to come together as one, to reach hurting kids that desperately need him and both posturing themselves to make that possible. Um, That's what I'm excited about more than anything, is the partnership with this church Mm -hmm. uh, because of what that's going to look like for kids. And so the the truth is we need capital to operate just like you guys do, right? Mm -hmm. And a way that people can get involved is um, through a comedy cafe, bring a Christian comedian in. And um, Actually, this weekend we recorded a powerful story with a student from here in Manchester. Mm -hmm. Her name spelt backwards means heaven. It's pretty awesome. And um, she is has been through so much, but what God's doing in her life right now is phenomenal. Awesome. And so um, we just want we want to invite people to come out. We're looking for table champions, and what that means is people ask us all the time, how much does that cost? Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's your time. Would you help fill a table mm-hmm. for people so they'll be generous to the ministry? Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do it here at the Stone on March 13th, and um, we just we need people to come. And mm-hmm. uh, so much exciting things are going on. Mm-hmm. And to do it here with the church that we want to partner with, mm-hmm. we're stoked. Yeah, so please lot. go to uh, heartlandyfc.org and, re- and reserve as a table. We need people.
0: Yeah. Cool. So yeah, we'll, we'll keep pushing it out there too. Yeah.
3: Thank you so much. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm excited.
0: All right. Well, thanks so much for cool. joining everyone. And we'll see you Sunday.
2: Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. I can't find my